The citadel stood as an imposing figure, its cold stone walls hiding a myriad of secrets within. Far away from prying eyes, in its innermost chamber where shadows held whispered conversations with the cobwebs, a sorcerer worked. A tall, imposing figure with wild hair and a flowing robe, his fingers danced with precision and purpose. The room was filled with an assortment of arcane materials, gemstones pulsing with contained energy, vials containing liquids that moved on their own volition, scrolls inscribed in forgotten languages, and at the center, a blank, polished slab of deep, black obsidian. With a deep inhale, the sorcerer began his work. Every movement was a symphony, every incantation a haunting melody. The ambient magic in the room coalesced, weaving around him like a living entity. He poured the shimmering, molten gold from an ancient chalice, spreading it upon the obsidian surface. Then, with a phoenix feather, he painted sigils, each one burning into the obsidian, and then cooling to leave a radiant mark. It wasn't just a physical creation, the sorcerer called upon entities from the void, bartering with them, promising them unnamed favors. He bound fragments of old souls, echoes of forgotten whispers, and the essence of moonless nights into the mirror. Hours turned into days, or perhaps longer, time was irrelevant in this sacred craft. The chamber's temperature fluctuated, from the freezing cold of a winter's night to the scorching heat of a desert day. Winds howled, then whispered, then sang. The very foundation of the citadel trembled, echoing the monumental power being harnessed. Finally, as the last incantation was whispered and the final touch was given, the mirror settled. It was no longer just obsidian slab, but a magnificent artifact, its surface gleaming with an otherworldly luster, showing the universe yet revealing nothing. The sorcerer stepped back, sweat and exhaustion evident on his face but pride gleaming in his eyes. For he had crafted not just a mirror, but a key to the soul, a masterpiece that would reveal the true heart of any who dared gaze upon it. News of the mirror spread like wildfire, carried by the wind and whispered by the trees. It wasn't long before the citadel's previously secluded chamber became the epicenter of attraction. The cobblestone path leading to it, once rarely treaded upon, now bore the footprints of the elite and the notorious. The first to arrive was an assassin, draped in shadows, his face masked, but his reputation unhidden. Renowned for his stealth and skill, he moved with a fluid grace, as if the air itself made way for him. Perhaps it was his skepticism, or maybe a dark desire to confront his concealed nature, that brought him face to face with the mirror. As he locked eyes with his reflection, a bone-chilling gust spiraled around the room. Darkness enveloped him, and then, like a snuffed-out candle, he was gone. News of the assassin's disappearance only heightened the intrigue. Next was a general, armored in golden plate, his presence commanding and authoritative. He approached the mirror with an air of arrogance, perhaps seeking validation of his valor and might. However, as his gaze met the gleaming obsidian, the room's temperature plummeted. The braziers flared a cold blue before extinguishing, and the general, who had stood tall and indomitable, vanished into the void. Soon, rulers, draped in their regal finery, 
drawn by stories of the mirror's unparalleled magic, made their way to the citadel. Whether it was to seek affirmation of their noble intentions or simply an allure too strong to resist, they too succumbed. With each gaze, the room responded, sometimes with torrents of freezing air, at other times with a silence so profound it felt oppressive. But the outcome remained the same, an eerie emptiness where once stood power and prestige. The citadel's chamber, which had witnessed the comings and goings of many, became a place of wonder and trepidation. It was clear the mirror didn't just show one's heart, it consumed it. As the sun rose and set, casting elongated shadows across the landscape, an omnipresent unease settled over the kingdom. Word of the powerful who had disappeared into the depths of the mirror spread faster than the swiftest horse, and every corner of the land was tainted with anxiety. Streets once bustling with laughter and trade grew quieter. Mothers held their children closer, and gatherings at the local taverns were filled with hushed voices. Tales of the mirror varied, each more spine-tingling than the last. Some said it was a portal to another world, while others believed it held captive the souls of those it consumed. However, fear wasn't the only emotion at play. The very thing that had brought mankind out of caves and into the stars, curiosity, still thrummed in their veins. There was an irresistible pull, a magnetic allure that the obsidian surface held. People from all walks of life, from farmers to scholars, made the journey to the citadel. Each had their reasons, to challenge the legends, to validate their self-worth, or to confront and accept their deepest, most hidden truths. Lines formed outside the citadel, winding their way down its massive staircases and into the town below. Some entered the chamber with trepidation, their steps hesitant, others with defiance, their heads held high. While not all who gazed into the mirror disappeared, each emerged changed. Some wept, overwhelmed by their revelations, while others left with a newfound clarity, their faces serene. The mirror became a rite of passage, a test not of bravery but of self-understanding. To face it was to face oneself wholly, with all imperfections and secrets laid bare. And in a world where masks were often worn to hide true intentions, such a confrontation was both terrifying and liberating. Through the ever-shifting crowd of dreamers, skeptics, and seekers, a small figure moved with quiet grace. She was a girl of no more than ten, her eyes wide and observant, her steps measured. The lack of voice had heightened her other senses, and she navigated the world through a symphony of silent observations. Her clothes were plain, dyed in the earthy tones of the village she hailed from. But it was her eyes, a deep shade of violet, that hinted at something extraordinary. They held a depth and intensity rarely found in someone so young. Those eyes, as if carrying the weight of ancient wisdom, saw the world not just as it was but as it could be. While others sensed magic as an abstract force, to her, it was as tangible as the ground beneath her feet. The very air around her shimmered with magical auras, ethereal threads weaving intricate patterns, narrating stories of the past, present, and possible futures. She could see the footprints of magical beings, the trails left behind by powerful spells, as well as the pulsating heartbeats of enchanted objects. 
As she approached the citadel, she didn't see just a grand fortress of stone and might, she saw the layers of enchantments that protected it, the residual magic from rituals long forgotten, and the vibrant aura of the obsidian mirror, beckoning her closer. The crowd, too engrossed in their own reflections and revelations, paid her little mind. But the chamber's guardian, an old crone who had seen countless souls come and go, took note. She observed as the mute child stood before the mirror, not with fear or hope, but with a quiet determination. For the child wasn't there to seek answers about her inner self. She was there to understand the very essence of the mirror, to decipher its mysteries, and to see the strings of magic that bound it to its sinister purpose. And in her silent quest, she would uncover truths that had eluded the wisest of mages and scholars. The kingdom's pervasive dread had grown into a palpable force. It was clear that the obsidian mirror, though mesmerizing and insightful, was also a malevolent entity. There were murmurs of its unchecked power, fears of what might happen if its influence continued to spread unchecked. A call to arms was sounded, not by a king or a general, but by the common people. They rallied behind a group of brave souls, individuals renowned not just for their might but for their conviction. Among them were the kingdom's most adept mage, a warrior with a legendary blade set to cut through any enchantment, a priestess who communicated with the gods, and a blacksmith known for forging weapons that could break any curse. Their plan was simple, to combine their strengths, knowledge and skills to obliterate the mirror. The citadel echoed with their battle cries as they stormed the chamber. With purpose in their eyes and determination in their hearts, they approached the obsidian menace. The mage, drawing upon the arcane, channeled a surge of energy towards the mirror. The warrior, with a roar, struck it with his enchanted blade. The priestess invoked divine intervention, her prayers echoing with fervor. And the blacksmith, wielding a hammer imbued with powerful runes, aimed to shatter the mirror to dust. But the mirror, crafted with dark alchemy and forbidden spells, remained unmoved. Each assault was met with resistance. The spells dissipated upon impact, the legendary blade couldn't even scratch its surface, divine prayers seemed to fall on deaf ears, and the hammer, despite its might, simply bounced back. As each attempt failed, a chilling wind, now all too familiar, began to envelop the room. The brave souls, despite their efforts and intentions, were consumed one by one. The chamber, which had momentarily been filled with hope and valor, was once again shrouded in a heavy silence, punctuated only by the eerie gleam of the untouched obsidian mirror. The citadel's chamber was filled with a somber atmosphere, the air heavy with the weight of lost souls and failed attempts at the mirror's destruction. Amidst this melancholy, the mute child returned, her steps echoing softly against the stone floor. She was drawn not by the allure that captivated others, but by a determination to uncover the mirror's secrets. As she stood before the obsidian surface, her violet eyes began to shimmer, resonating with the same otherworldly glow as the mirror. The walls of the chamber seemed to fade, the boundaries between reality and the arcane blurring. Her unique vision pierced the obsidian depths, and what she saw was not a mere reflection. It was a vortex, 
a swirling portal leading to another dimension. This realm was vast and endless, a dark expanse punctuated by floating islands, each holding a trapped soul. They were ensnared within crystal prisms, their forms shifting and contorting in response to their inner torment. The assassin was there, forever shadowed by spectres of his past targets, their accusing eyes never leaving him. The general stood on an island of his own, surrounded by the wails of fallen soldiers, the weight of his decisions and the lives lost haunting him endlessly. The rulers, too, were there each tormented by their own unique nightmares, be it the cries of their subjects, the burdens of their crowns, or the consequences of their choices. Each soul was trapped in a cycle, reliving their most profound regrets, desires, and fears, unable to escape or find solace. The child, with her heart heavy but her resolve unshaken, realized that the mirror didn't merely consume souls, it imprisoned them in their own personal hells. As she withdrew her gaze, the chamber returned to its original form, the haunting vision imprinted in her mind. The mirror's malevolence was clear, but so was the child's newfound understanding of its intricacies. With this knowledge, she would forge a plan, hoping to free the ensnared and put an end to the obsidian mirror's reign of terror. The mute child's days were consumed by her mission. She delved deep into the citadel's vast libraries, navigating labyrinthine corridors filled with dusty tomes and ancient scrolls. Many of these texts had been untouched for centuries, their knowledge almost forgotten, but they held the secrets she sought. She deciphered languages long lost to time, pieced together fragmented spells, and consulted manuscripts penned by mages of yore. Through her studies she learned, of a potent ritual capable of breaking even the most formidable curses. But executing it would be no easy task. Firstly, the ingredients required were as rare, as they were powerful. Dragon's tear, a liquid that embodies pure emotion, collected from the eye of a grieving dragon. Starlight dust, fine grains of shimmering particles that fall to earth but once every century. The essence of a phoenix feather, symbolizing rebirth and purity. And finally, shadow root, a plant that grows only where no light has ever touched. With unwavering determination, the child embarked on a quest to gather these items. Through treacherous terrains, dense forests, and mystical realms, she encountered obstacles and perils. Yet, with every trial, her resolve only strengthened. Upon her return to the citadel, she waited for a moonless night, a time when the world was draped in darkness, both a symbol and an ally for her ritual. Setting up in the chamber's very heart, she drew intricate patterns on the ground, each symbol a testament, to her extensive research and the ancient knowledge she had uncovered. With the ingredients placed strategically within the drawn symbols, she began the ritual. While she lacked a voice to utter incantations, her hands moved gracefully, enacting a silent dance that wove together the energies of the universe. The chamber pulsed with raw magic, the air thickening with anticipation, as the boundary between realms became increasingly fragile. Time seemed to stand still, the world holding its breath as the child's dance reached its crescendo, her every movement resonating with the power to challenge the obsidian mirror's curse. 
Stormy clouds amassed over the citadel, swirling ominously, reflecting the tempest, that brewed within its walls. Sorcerers, draped in ornate robes and armed with staffs pulsing with power, emerged from the citadel's depths. They viewed the mirror as a symbol of their dominance, an embodiment of their prowess. The mute child's intention to disrupt its influence threatened their very foundation. The vast chamber reverberated with the thundering chants of spells, the sorcerer's voices merging in a cacophony of arcane incantations. Bolts of lightning streaked through the air, fireballs exploded in brilliant fury, and tendrils of shadow reached out, all aiming for the child. But the mute child was not defenseless. Her connection to the primal energies of the universe, bolstered by her unwavering purpose and the power she had channeled during the ritual, created a protective aura around her. She moved fluidly, her limbs orchestrating a ballet of defense. With every gesture, she redirected spells, diffused magic, and created barriers. The very ground quaked as elemental forces collided. Stone pillars shattered, tapestries ignited, and the once pristine floor was scorched and scarred. The obsidian mirror, the epicenter of the conflict, pulsed violently, its glow intensifying. Yet, as the battle raged on, something remarkable occurred. The energy the child wielded, born of purity and resolve, began to influence the sorcerers. One by one, their attacks weakened, their chants faltered, and doubt clouded their eyes. They were experiencing a reflection of their innermost selves, not through the mirror, but through their confrontation with the child. As the dust settled, the chamber lay in ruins, testament to the colossal battle that had transpired. In the midst of the destruction, the mute child stood undeterred, her spirit unbroken, surrounded by sorcerers who were now forced to reckon with their own motives and desires. The balance of power had irrevocably shifted. The aftermath of the epic confrontation left the atmosphere thick with tension and the lingering residue of potent magics. The chamber's vast expanse, littered with the remnants of its former grandeur, bore witness to the child's next endeavor. She approached the mirror, her determination palpable. Each step resonated with purpose, echoing her unyielding will. Stopping a few feet from the obsidian frame, she took a deep breath, grounding herself for the task ahead. Laying out the ingredients she had previously gathered, the child began to weave them into her ritual. She started with the dragon's tear, letting its pure emotional energy ripple outwards. Then she sprinkled the star-like dust, allowing the chamber to be momentarily bathed in its soft, ethereal glow. The essence of the phoenix feather was released, symbols of rebirth and renewal swirling around. Finally, the shadow root was crushed underfoot, its dark power serving as a catalyst. The mirror responded almost immediately. Its once gleaming surface convulsed, the obsidian contorting, shifting, as though it was alive. As cracks began to snake their way across its facade, a haunting chorus of voices grew louder, filling the chamber with their melancholic melodies. One by one, ethereal forms began to emerge from the mirror's depths. These spectres, once powerful individuals of the kingdom, now looked lost and bewildered. The generals, rulers, 
and assassins floated, their outlines shimmering, faces reflecting a mix of relief and confusion. The child continued her ritual, guiding the released souls with her gestures, herding them towards the center of the chamber. Slowly, the number of souls emerging began to dwindle, and the mirror's quaking subsided. The child's task was nearing its completion, the culmination of her resolve and efforts finally in sight. The chamber grew still, a silence enveloping the room, as the last of the souls drifted out, leaving only the child and the mirror in their wake. With the powerful energies of the souls no longer fueling it, the mirror began a metamorphosis. Its dark, obsidian facade grew translucent, and a deep, pulsating energy radiated from within. As the hue of the mirror lightened, revealing a crystalline core, the true nature of the sorcerer's plot became evident. The mirror was not merely a tool of judgment or imprisonment, it was a vessel, a repository designed to harvest and contain the raw power and essence of its victims. With every soul it consumed, the mirror accumulated a reservoir of energy, each individual adding to its formidable strength. The kingdom's most powerful, its rulers, generals, and feared assassins, were not chosen by chance. Their potency, their essence, was integral to the sorcerer's grand design. The child, using her rare gift, sensed the vast reservoir of energy within the crystal. Waves of emotions, memories, and raw power pulsed from it, a testament to the countless lives it had ensnared. In the midst of this revelation, another realization dawned upon the child. The sorcerer's intentions remained hidden. Why had he harnessed such immense power? What was his endgame? Was it domination, immortality, or something even more sinister? While the immediate threat of the mirror had been neutralized, the mysteries it presented were far from resolved. The true purpose behind the sorcerer's grand design hung heavily in the air, a looming question that begged an answer. The child, having come so far, knew her journey was not yet complete. The dark crystal stood as both a testament to her triumphs and a reminder of the challenges that lay ahead. The child, having faced countless challenges and unraveled mysteries, hesitated only briefly before leaning in, to peer into the transformed mirror. The chamber's spectators held their collective breath, half expecting her to be pulled into the crystal's depths like so many before her. But what transpired was nothing short of extraordinary. As her eyes met the crystal, a ripple spread across its surface, and the onlookers gasped in unison. The reflection they beheld was not of the young, determined child they had come to admire. Instead, it showed a poised, older figure, bearing a striking resemblance to the child, but with eyes filled with the wisdom of countless years, and experiences. The air was thick with reverence and awe. This older version had a story to tell, one that transcended realms and timelines. In her reality, she had been the creator of the mirror, a tool initially crafted for protection. But its power was sought by a treacherous sorcerer, hell-bent on wielding it for domination. Realizing the impending doom, she set forth a plan, casting a version of herself into this realm, ensuring her younger self would rise to the challenge, driven by an innate sense of purpose. The muted child, 
with the knowledge and determination instilled by her older self from another dimension, had been the realm's guardian, even if unbeknownst to her. As the older reflection faded, the mirror lost its last shimmer, turning into a lifeless slab of crystal. The kingdom, now bearing witness to one of the most profound moments in its history, erupted in a mixture of relief and celebration. The tales of the mute child's bravery, the obsidian mirror's malevolence, and the twist of fate that intertwined their destinies would be passed down through generations. The story, rich with lessons of courage, deception, and the immense power one holds within, would forever echo through the annals of the kingdom's lore.